welcome to the Itty Bitty Sex in the City Committee. <laughs> I'm Mallory. I'm Bernie. And we're here to talk about episode two of Sex in the City. Season one. Uh, season one. Um, for those of you who are just uh, subscribing. Just checking in. <laughs> just checking in. Um, what we do is we kind of give a synopsis of each episode um, in order. Yeah. Um, so we're only on episode two. Yeah. So there's a long journey ahead of us. Yeah. And we hope you take that journey along with us. <laughs> it's a pretty incredible journey. It is. And for those of you who have seen and love Sex and the City, please feel free to watch again with us. Um, we're revisiting it again. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've constantly watched episodes since oh, yeah. I was about 18, so it's a never-ending journey. Yeah. We'll just repeat it. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So... The title of this episode is Models and Mortals. Uh, it, to give a brief synopsis. Um, so we start out, <laughs> we, yes, okay. So we start out, <laughs> you just watched it. It's about um, people who date models. That's what the, what they're exploring. Modelizers, they yeah. call them. So we start out with um, a dinner party, uh, Miranda's new boyfriend. It's uh, a date. It's like their first. Is it the first? Date. Okay, new new date. I guess it's not her boyfriend. Yeah. Yet. Or ever. Anyways, <laughs> um, at their friend's place, where apparently they play the same game with and give the same answers to that game. Yeah. For every dinner guest they have. Well, I feel like it's uh, it's a good just like construct. So the game. So the game is they go around the table and everyone. It's um, a celebrity old that movie stars that you want to fuck when they were young. Yeah. Um, so like my first question, uh, inviting some like first date coming into a dinner party with this guy's closest friends. Good idea. Bad idea. I I would say bad idea. I mean. If I did that with our friends, I feel like they would get just ignored. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It sets you up for, like, it's awkwardness a lot of pressure. all around. It's a huge amount of pressure. I do, I love um, Miranda's fucking shit-eating grin the whole time she's there. <laughs> just like, I am nailing this. She was nailing it, you know, <laughs> Sean Connery, today, tomorrow, forever, whatever she says. Oh, my God. Um, so yeah, they, I, first of all, his friends are obviously very lame. Yeah. And it goes back in time and they're giving these same answers, but yet when they're with Miranda, they have all this, like, zhuzh, zhuzh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I like, it's totally like a construct to like show, um, the, the pattern of his date, his dating history with of these course. friends. Um, with, it's also just like funny to watch because they're clearly just swapping out Miranda for all of the other actresses. Like they don't change the set or the costumes no. at all. <laughs> you just so I think it's like an expedient. It was probably like two, three hour film day. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Shoot. That was they shit that episode out for <laughs> sure. So yeah, they're you know so this guy he's a modelizer. He dates models and. 
then his friends are so thrilled, so they're talking in the kitchen, and they're yeah. like, Miranda. His, yeah, the female friends. We're so thrilled that, you know, he brought you, because finally we don't have to talk with these lame models, but... I felt bad for the first girl. She seemed yeah, like she was really engaged with everybody. Yeah, like she was Charlie Sheen. How uh, is that a bad answer? It's not a bad answer. Uh, given what we know now of Charlie Sheen, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it's a different answer now. <laughs> yes, it's a different answer. <laughs> but at the time, I mean, it would have been a completely acceptable answer. And they were just setting her up to fail because yeah. she's pretty. Yeah, totally. I agree. So anyways, then we, we get... We go to um, the girls, the core four girls, the core Mm -hmm. four, um, just eating Chinese food and chatting about this, and Miranda just has all of this acid, acidic, guttural hate for models. Yeah. Where does this um, come from? I don't, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. They're stupid and lazy and they should be shot, she says. Oh, yeah. And then at another point, she says she would hold uh, Christy Turlington down and force feed her lard. <laughs> Such a fun image. Turlington foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, what that would run oh, for. Oh, my on God. Yeah, it's, a li- it's very hateful. And, and then we have Samantha, who's like the stark opposite of Sam- of Miranda. Well, in a way, I think they all kind of share the same like harmful stereotypes of like what it means to be a beautiful woman and how that just means like you're an idiot. You're automatically dumb. And uh, you know, because she says like, oh, like I'm as beautiful as a model, but I have my own like company, so I'm better than them. Right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, like, it's it's just kind of a sad part of the system that we have in place where at, you know, looking at it from the outside, immediately it seems as if, like, attractive people have all of the advantages of attractive women. Yeah. But if we're only judged yeah, based on our, like, fuckability... But that's kind of the whole premise of this show. Totally. I, yeah, I know, no, I know. I just think that it's, like, deeply harmful to have that opinion. And also, it just, like, you know, it's uh, pits sister against sister. It does. And, you know, I feel like it's not only the core four who we're talking... Like, it's the show yeah. setting it up as, like, these these are idiots. These are yeah. These people have no contribution to society except for doing photo shoots and being hot and being objects for men. Yeah. In the city of New York. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I Like, I think it's... Well, I think now, especially, that kind of attitude really lends itself to um, models, especially people in the... Women in the entertainment industry being victims. Absolutely. And I mean, like... I work with a lot of models in my job, and I have, you know, they're obviously not dumb people. They're mm-hmm. they're very intelligent, and they, they, they work really hard. And a lot of them start working when they're, like, 14. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's a troubled industry, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen it really eat girls alive, but I've also seen it, like, kind of, you know, take these awkward, gangly, like, you know... 13, 14, 15-year-olds and give them some confidence and, like, help them just, you know... Empower them. Empower them a little bit and and give them the confidence. They just never would have gotten on their own. Um, But 
the the interviews with the models through the show, it's like Zandrala, first of all. <laughs> Who is this? Yeah. Is this a real this obviously is not a real model. That's a crazy name. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never heard of a Zandrella. <laughs> no, and and is it it's not like it's like some kind of reference to somebody, some other model. No, like no. Zena is not a model. Yeah. So I don't know who else they would be referencing. I, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know, like, if they workshop that name, like, <laughs> went around the room. Somebody like, had to type it out Z A N D R E L L A. Um, and yeah, she's talking about how modeling has given me so many opportunities. Oh, God, in Netflix. <laughs> Breast job. Um, so yeah, it's just like, it's unfortunate because. I mean, I, this wouldn't fly today. No, no. I, like, I do, I think that, you know, half of their conversation is totally valid in that, like, uh, we should never, you know, put value on a person based solely on their looks. Like, a, you know, it's, they're, we're part of, like, a very superficial culture, and hmm. there are impossible beauty standards which is something they talk about as well yeah which is true but all of these women fit into that as well yeah I know right like oh Charlotte your thighs yeah (laughs) every kind of a magazine without thinking about my thighs yeah fuck fuck you you. fuck you (laughs) I do like I loved the you know like it was a really cute like relatable part when they like go around and talk about like the stuff that they hate about their bodies and then Samantha just has nothing. They're <laughs> like, staring I'll at her. I'll take your thighs and raise you a nose. <laughs> they look over at Samantha. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean everyone hates that friend who can't speak up about something that they're insecure about. Yeah. I fucking hate that. I, I do too. Tell me something you hate about yourself or I can't be friends with you. <laughs> you have to tear yourself down. <laughs> Before I can be comfortable around you. (laughs) And then we can truly bond. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And then, anyways, so they have this talk, which is obviously very um, troubling. And then... The testimonials by the models. Right. We have the testimonials. And then, so there's Zandrella. And then there's also the other two who are just, who just are come across as airheads. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do like, they threw in that male model. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he looks maybe more of a, like a Sears catalog style yeah. of model. <laughs> I mean, some of the model, I, well, we, later on we have the fashion show, which was confusing to say the least, but, um, then we are taken to Barclays studio. Oh, uh, he's this artist. He's literally just like, pouring paint on canvases mm-hmm. and on large scale canvases and then Oof. you know angling the canvas to make it hey, run down those giant canvases at winners are made by someone to buy it's just sparkly those are all made in india <laughs> <laughs> um so first of all barkley is a name for a dog yep I did. I think I wrote down his name, um, and I got it wrong. I think I wrote down Bentley. Well, Bentley is also a Baxter. No, I wrote down Baxter. (laughs) (laughs) It's Baxter's from Arthur. Mm -hmm. He's that rabbit. Um, So (laughs) then he shows Carrie that his he takes her over to just a uh, cluster of 
small analog television. Yeah, okay, yes. But before that, so they're talking about how, like, he is a modelizer. Right. He only fucks he models. He only fucks models. And, um... I'd like to know... Like, I think the first season is the only season where Carrie has all of these... Like, a stable g- of friends. Guy friends who yeah. are all bottom-of-the-barrel assholes. <laughs> yeah, where... Where is she scraping them like, up? how are you friends with Barkley and also Skipper? Where did you meet these people? Oh, Obviously, you can't hang out with them in a group. How do you no. think Skipper and Barkley would get along? Oof. Oh, I mean, Skipper in any social situation makes me cringe a little bit. But. Yeah, and she took him to fucking, uh, what... Shit, that club. Chaos? Chaos. <laughs> chaos of the chaos. I would never take <laughs> Skipper to chaos. Skipper does not belong at chaos. No, you know what? It's just unfair to him, and it's unfair to the patrons of chaos. You know what else is unfair to him? Setting him up with Miranda. So that was mean. That was real mean. It was mean. really, really vindictive. Yeah, I was mean for both of them. But she's got to write her column about something. <laughs> she, she needs to stir the pot a little bit. Um... Yeah, so, okay, so they're, like, kind of, it's the dehumanizing model talk continues with Baxter, and they're... Barkley. <laughs> and then he's, he, like, brings just, like, pickup artist bullshit about, like, you just project your confidence. Oh, and, like, also try to neg them a little, make them feel... Treat them like a normal person. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, so he's, like, yeah, they're, they're, they are, they're beautiful things, like, that's what my life is about, like, beauty... And Carrie, like, looks at him like it's some kind of profound thing where, like, she should be rolling her fucking eyes. It's such, it's, he's just spewing, like, mountains of bullshit. But Carrie doesn't even have a hair of of feminism in her body. No. No, I would agree with that. She doesn't. And I don't know if it gets better. Well, we'll discuss that later on, yeah. but why does he think it's appropriate to show her sex videos? Like, these women don't even know that they're being taped. Yeah. Isn't that some kind of... Um, I think it, it is sexual assault. Yeah. It, it's definitely violating in many ways for all of those women, but also for Carrie. Like, yeah. Why is she engaging in this. Yeah, why does she just light a cigarette and it's like, Ooh. She's like, oh, fuck. Oh, well, look oh, at that shit. one. <laughs> like, how long are they watching? Oh, yeah, like, is that, like, the his plan for the rest of the afternoon? <laughs> it's just, like, okay, well, you know, we've been talking enough. Like, walk, here, watch my, like, dirty fucking and just secret videos. Well, he obviously wasn't... He had no um, hesitation about showing those to her. No so shame. Obviously, no shame. he thinks that it's fine with her. And it is fine with her. She doesn't think it's problematic whatsoever. Well, but then later she warns Samantha about it. She does warn Samantha, careful. He he films all his conquests. <laughs> Yeah. But then know. Samantha wants to be filmed. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty troubling. Pretty troubling stuff, for sure. So, we cut to Carrie and Skipper. Fuck. Um, walking down the street. So, I guess she just goes straight from Barkley's apartment and her porn watching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to... Having hot dogs with Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> going Chuck E. Cheese with Skipper. <laughs> um... 
and he's still all obsessed with Miranda because of their makeout sesh, uh, which is super awkward, and he's called her a hundred times, and so he gets her carried a call for her, for him, um, and just gets the machine, and he leaves another embarrassing message. Yeah. Um, this this scene I like because I really like her outfit. She's like with wearing the fur. the fur. I love that fur on her. She's, she, did you see her, like, capri-length pants the capri, with the fringe? With the flounce. <laughs> yeah. They're Is really... It, yeah. I think, it, I think it's a flounce. It's like a real fringy flounce. It's, it's got some bounce to <laughs> yes. it. But, yeah, they're, it's, like, calf. Calf level. Yeah. And then her little strappy sandals. I don't know. It's a, it's a good look. You know, I don't think her hair ever looks better than when her it was, like... Her looks so fucking good! I know! Blonde highlights, like, curly-curly. And just... She just runs her fingers through it, and that's it. Yeah, and she's got, like, the perfect, like, 90s, like, light, light, soft-touch makeup with, like, her mm-hmm. rosy cheeks and, like, that, like... Yeah, like, that dusky rose lip. Yes, and, like, a little bit of, um... Like, a snowy... Um, eyeshadow, yeah. but just a hint. Just a hint. She's, yeah. yeah, she's gorgeous. She is really gorgeous. This is, it's funny because the first episode, she's hideous. She, I mean, not hideous, but like, she's, her hair is not acceptable. Yeah, well, and it's like chin length. Ginger. Ginger and uh, heavy hand with the eyeliner. Very heavy. It's not. She. I, I mean, they changed that up real quick. They saw yeah. that on camera, and they're like, Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It very s- severe. Get, <laughs> get that blonde fructus out. <laughs> quick! <laughs> I think, well, I don't... I think Samantha looks older in the, all their, like, makeup choices right now for her. She does, yeah. They're coming into their own. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's maybe, like, the um, power suits that they choose to dress her in now. Power suits will always be Samantha's, like, thing mainstay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, the one that she's wearing at the fashion show with, like, the gigantic faux black fur. I don't think that's faux, girl. You don't think that's faux? It looks... Samantha. Fake as hell. Did it look fake? I didn't really take note. I feel like Samantha doesn't fuck around with her furs. Uh, I'm know. sure that's that's some black fox. Because I feel like it looked as dry as her fucking color treatment. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> her fructose color treatment. Oh, so, like, and very, just really streaky. It does look dry. She's got those, like, piecey bangs. It's powdery. Yeah. And that's not to say that Kim Cattrall is not, like, a banging lady. Oh. she is. She 100% is. They just need to figure her shit out. Yeah. And she, they do. Oh, they do. They really, really do. She probably has the most jaw-dropping looks. Yeah, I would agree. Well... I mean, Carrie's I don't, jaw-dropping Yeah, how do you quite define, often. like... <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe Carrie's are more of, like, head-scratchers. Yeah, gawking. <laughs> For sure. Um, and, like, two Weiss, like, there are two different, um, can you call it a necklace if it never 
connects, or is it just like a long like strand of like you know where med- Samantha? No, Carrie wears her like it's like a Swarovski kind of like long like wrap around. She it it's just oh, like a remember. long strand that she wears at the fashion show, uh-huh. and she's got it and it like it's just kind of like wrapped around like a scarf almost with the oh. two pieces coming down. But then she like wraps it a few different ways, so it's like super like versatile, and she's got Ooh. it in like it's cute. That's inspiring for those. High school (laughs) (laughs) girls, you know, shopping at Claire's. I mean, yeah, for sure. You could probably definitely find a strand of that at Claire's. But then the, like, Zandrella was also wearing one of those, (laughs) like, like, it's just one, like, piece that doesn't can, you know, it's not a hoop. It's a, just like a string. Right. You could wear it as a belt. Do any? It's verse. It's very verse. Um, but then this fashion show is extremely confusing. Um, lots of leather capris. Um, and then yeah, Samantha says that at the fashion show as well. She says that her um, so this kind of sets her apart from all the other women, where she's talking about how her proximity to beauty makes her feel even more attractive. Mm-hmm. Which is not the point of view of any of the other girls. No, no. At all. And we don't really know where Carrie stands on this stuff. Like, she doesn't really seem like she hates models as much as no. um, Miranda and Charlotte. Well, Charlotte's kind of a non-entity in this episode. She is. She, she really just talks just like... about her thighs. <laughs> it's really sad for a <laughs> yeah, second poor, episode. Poor Kristen. But that is that does run through right through to... The finale, oh, yeah. her insecurity is always her thighs. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, she just kind of, like, pops in. Wouldn't that suck to, like, <laughs> be an actress? Yeah. And, and they had to pick out an insecurity for you. You're like, oh, those thighs. That's your, that's your insecurity for this entire seven seasons. Yeah, yeah. That We're always going to bring up your chunky thighs. That's what you're going to feel shitty about. I mean... We could hope that maybe they got some input from the actress themselves, maybe. But I mean, hopefully. Carrie talks about her nose, which is probably her insecurity. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, right? I don't know. I mean, I have, I also have a, a schnoz, so. But I feel like you've talked about that as your insecurity also. Yeah, that's true. I'm. Yeah, it is. I mean, as she said, like... At 30, she decided she was too tired to care anymore. Don't be totally superficial. And like Derek, it depends on what your hair looks like that day. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I think you have a very nice nose. I don't think you need to be. You have a perfect nose for your face. Um, And then, yeah. It's a qualifier, though. Well, so everybody needs a qualifier. For sure. No, I agree. What are you without a qualifier? Just nothing. A forgettable face. That's what you are. Yeah. Oh, a side note. I I saw this. I was, like, looking up Halloween costumes, and I saw somebody... Because I was playing with the idea, like I mentioned earlier, of a Miranda costume, and it's a lot harder to put together. The wig needs to be perfect. But... Yeah. So I was looking up, like, Sex and the City Halloween costumes... And the first one that came up was Carrie 
And she was just in that, with like... With that oh, tutu? With a tutu, but the person was wearing a horse mask. Oh. Yeah, that's, like, a pretty she standard... And she gets the foot yeah. face thing, too. I, she's stunning. I don't I understand agree. where the foot face thing comes from. Well, I mean, I, again, like, you don't fucking hear people talk about dudes that look like feet. Like, you no, know... No, you do not. Philip Seymour Hoffman was, like, a star. Like, a you know, an actor. Yes. Like, people didn't shit on him for being dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's dead. <laughs> he's dumpy and dead. Um... Yeah, so it, it's interesting, like, if, let, let's say, like, if Charlotte or Samantha were the leading lady, that probably would have been more digestible for people. Because Carrie's got, she's got a different look. Like, she's mm-hmm. definitely not, like, a typical, forgettable beauty. Like, she's got something unique going for her. But mm-hmm. I think that's the, one of the reasons the show's so successful is, like, her... Yeah, well, she's like she is a, a like a cipher for the audience too, mm-hmm. right? Like we can really just enjoy her experiences um, as like a relatable kind she's of. She's not a person. fucking model. Yeah, who should be shot, force-fed lard, and then we we have like that kind of approach to thank for like, people being like, I am a Carrie. I am just a Karen. And that's my family. I'm like the Carrie. I'm like friends. Does anyone want to be the Carrie, though? Well, if they do, there's something wrong. That's steer clear. But everyone thinks they're the Miranda. And you know what? Miranda's fucking... She can throw some hate balls. Yeah, she... Especially in this first season, she's a terrifying bitch. She is. But it kind of continues. Like, she can be a pretty terrifying (laughs) C-U-N-T to, like, Steve and a lot of people who only worship her. Yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. Anyways. So, let's go back. Um, It kind of, after the fashion show, it cuts to... um, The party. The after party. The after party. Which is, like, like, okay, uh, I guess this is as good a time as any to talk about Samantha because I feel like at this point in the show they're I don't know like it's the second episode <laughs> but um they're really I, I don't think that they're like totally comfortable portraying her as like a straight up confident woman like there's we saw Sorry, f- Carrie? Samantha Samantha like a confident like sexual person because like we saw in the first episode where she just like you know shows her kind of like Sad, like, well, I have to get up early in the morning, too. Like, oh, your fucking is just, like, fleeting and pathetic. Well, the whole the plot kind of set her up to seem pathetic yeah. as well. Because she's going over to Capote Duncan's place. She's He's Charlotte's leftovers. Leftover cast-offs. Yes. And, like, they're doing it again in this episode where she's like, oh, he's really coming on to me. Like, I, you know, this will be ultimate validation. Well, I'm as attractive as a model. Yeah, like, oh, okay, so his his choice to fuck her is, like, such a validation for her. I don't think, like, it takes a while, I think, for them, for the show... To accept Samantha's sexuality? Yeah, why does she have to be so fucking desperate? Like, you... Like, hoes aren't desperate. How old are these ladies at this point? 
Um, is I, Samantha like thirty five? Carrie? Oh no! I like Carrie, oh, Miranda, no. and Charlotte are like thirty four, thirty five, and then Samantha's like four, almost 40. forty. Okay, okay. So really, it is strange because Samantha almost seems a little stunted compared to the other women, like. To be five years older and then to still have these, like, weird insecurities about her sexuality and, like, yeah. she's a successful businesswoman and she's obviously, like, does very well for herself. Um, sorry, anyways, so, yeah, she just, it, it takes a while for Samantha to, I don't, I don't know, we'll have just to keep, own it. To own it, for the show to own it. Yeah. And... To be honest, all the girls seem a little underconfident at this point. Mm -hmm. They don't really... Carrie just seems really curious and accepting and very non-judgmental about anyone's sexual Anyone and everyone to a fault. (laughs) To a fault. Yeah. Which is maybe why she's good at, you know, it's... She's a good fit for the star writing her column. Yeah, and like a... Asking all the questions. Um, Columnist? Columnist, yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so we we conveniently... Big is conveniently dating one of the models from from the show. Yes. Um, Yeah. In there, yeah. So he's at the club and, um, you know, Carrie... That's when Carrie starts to talk about how she came to terms with her looks at 30. You know, we're both 30, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm not, it's not even, like, a fresh 30 anymore. No. I mean, I'm almost round the bend to 31. Yeah. (sighs) Do you feel like you're not... Come to terms. Totally superficial anymore? I... I think that I... It's, it goes in waves, because I feel like now that I'm starting to feel the su- a few of the, you know, signs of aging knocking upon my door, it almost, revo- like, it almost brings out more um, feelings of insecurity that I felt, felt like I've gotten past. Yeah. Um, so, but it, it's different than it was when I was young. Like, it's, it's not like a... Um, I want to change this about myself. It's like, oh fuck, I want to stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I take back everything that I hated about myself and just like keep me the same. <laughs> Please. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's. Uh, I feel like it, it's totally just like a, uh, a journey. Yeah. To my like aging and also my acceptance of the way that I look and the way that I f- yeah feel about the way that I look because like I um I like recently lost like twenty pounds yeah and, um woo yeah <laughs> actually so. you know it's so weird because like because I see you all the time it's not something that I noticed really yeah like it's not something that I was like whoa Bernie's like slimming down like I I didn't really like notice that big of a change but I saw a picture of you recently um from like a couple years ago it was us together and you do look different you you definitely look a lot thinner Mm -hmm. um but because it was just I mean it wasn't even that gradual it happened pretty quick yeah it it took like I think like six months but like it (laughs) the thing is I've noticed um 
because I've dropped like the like fat deposits that mm-hmm. my breasts are lower. Right. <laughs> so that's a real signifier of age that I was like not prepared for. I'll never know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have breasts. Well, I have titties. I just don't have breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I would describe them as titties. Um, itty bitty. Titties. Yeah, itty bitty titty sex on the city committee. <laughs> yes. Well, one one pair, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I think it would be different for us if we were in the dating world. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Both of us have very long term boyfriends, and um, so if like if you were to go out there, like if you know. If Paul died, <laughs> which R. is R. the R. only R. way you would break up. That's it. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, it would really, I think that would really shake my confidence. Oh, yeah, that would fuck me up. Especially, like, I mean, these ladies didn't even have Twitter to think about or Tinder to think about. Like, but I want to experience Tinder. I know, it looks really fun. It does look fun. I don't know. But is it, is it really? <laughs> I, those single people are just hollow They're on the sad. Inside. They're so sad. <laughs> like, we'll find you someone. Find someone. Well, well, Why? I know someone will set you up. <laughs> that must be so frustrating. I have a couple friends who have been, you know, single, you know, for the, for the most part, never really been in a uh, committed relationship. And I just can't imagine what that would feel like. I don't know. Are they, like happy with it um well you know my friend katie she's she's been pretty much single her whole life like she's dated here and there but no one has ever really stuck um i think it's hard for her now because a lot of her friends are like having babies Mm -hmm. like it's not even that they're just getting married it's like step two of starting a new family and so i think Maybe the thought goes through her mind that she might never be there. Hmm. You know, because our the clocks are ticking. Yeah. You know what? Fuck biological clocks. First of all, I know. Second of all, I don't really believe in the whole thing. Is I, I mean, I obviously know that our ovaries eventually will shrivel up, and we can't <laughs> have. We should not have children. But mm-hmm. I, I do think that. There's a bit more time. Um, Knows a little. I do, and I, I, I think that <sighs> women are just like, as soon as they're fer- not fertile anymore, our lo- worth is uh, kind of. It feels like our worth is diminished. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's a scary, scary thing. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think it's changing, and I think that maybe the ladies of Sex in the City had a bit to do with that too. I like agree. Just d- depicting women that are of a certain age was pretty refreshing, um, and that's a lot of it's a lot of the um, kind of the theme of of the show as well is like, and it, they talk about it in the first episode. Like you don't want to get married. Or you don't want to get married to someone who's, like, 35, because then you have to have kids right away. Yeah. You want to find them when they're, like, in their 20s, yeah. so you can, you know, have a... Get to know get, them. And spend time together and go on vacation. Yeah. And then have kids. Yeah. But I think the... I don't know. The pressure... I mean, I know you want to have kids. Yeah, I just think that, like, 
it should be easier to propagate the human race. Like, why is it so fucking hard? I mean, it's not hard. We have enough people. But, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you know, to it, to have a family, I think it's... You, you just have to lose stuff. You have to cut away stuff in your single, non-family-oriented life. You and do. It, in, like, those things are totally natural to do, but some of them, it's, like, like it's not necessarily necessary to, um, you know, choose a career over a kid and, like, all, like, you know, childcare and also women specifically having to give up things in their careers because... Typically, they're the primary caregiver, and... Well, I also have friends who, you know, they don't have... They have babies, or a baby, and they're happy to just... Their ambition is to stay home and Mm -hmm. be a mom. Yeah, and that's fine, too. It is fine. Absolutely, it's fine. Um, But, it's not for me. I don't know. I mean, you're a Susie homemaker, so (laughs) it would work for you. I'm sure you're, you know, you would flourish just, you know, (laughs) making a home and having guests and throwing dinner parties, and I I could definitely... I can make pretty things, too. And, yeah, absolutely, and you would, you would fill, I would fill my time, too. Like, my mom doesn't work. I I thought she might be bored. She fucking loves it. She's not, she's not bored. Yeah. You fill your days. Like, you know, I have a lot of TV that I could watch. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I really, really want to learn how to um, embroider. I know, and I actually want to use those skills. I want, I need those skills for my business. Anyways. Anyways. Okay, so, uh, Big and Carrie. I I just have to say that I love their chemistry. I think I know. that like the like when she's like eating those salmon puffs, yeah, she's thing. shoving them in her mouth so fast. I know, girl. Calm down. I under I have actually I have been in that situation where you like you go to a show or an opening or an event and you're like fuck it starts at seven thirty. I haven't eaten and then you're like oh it's catered <laughs> and perfect. Yeah, it will. Bring those salmon puffs my way. Yeah, exactly. The challenge there is just to fill yourself up before you get too drunk. Yes. Otherwise, it's over for you, for myself, <laughs> personally. <laughs> it's nice to have the, the, the hors d'oeuvre with the martini. Yeah. Multiple martinis that you're going to drink, especially with an open bar. I mean, oh God. Okay, yeah, so her mouth is full, he comes up, and I don't know, he just, like, lights up when he sees her, they're both just like, oh, hey, like, I know, cute, and it is cute, he seems just, like, very smitten, yes, and I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know, I haven't decided how I feel about it, I think because maybe, like, I'm a little charmed by Big at this point, like, we're rewatching the series. I'm feeling it all over again. Yes. He hasn't broken my heart He's yet. tore your heart out <laughs> of your chest. Your beating heart. So, when he's talking to her, like, he's like, oh, yeah, like, I, I read your column. And he's like, cute. And she's yeah. like, oh, cute? He's like, yeah, it's cute. Like, 
I that's a bit of a diss. Do you think it's a diss, or yeah. do you think that it's kind of just like, yeah, she like her column is cute. Like, I don't know would, if I would, would call you it cute? Rather have it be like it's a profound, engaging, like totally worth. It's like a generational voice that you have. I think if he had said funny, that would be good. Cute. Seems like a diss. Maybe it's a yeah, it's a little patronizing. It is. Nobody wants to be cute. But I think I don't know. Especially I mean, he, he light he enjoyed it. He keeps reading it and like he was like you know, he met her, he heard about her column and then he went out and read it and he liked he liked it. And he read the column and I think that obviously he has shown interest and mm-hmm. for big it's a compliment, but if I didn't know him and, you know, that was my column, cute might seem a little, yeah, patronizing. But, yeah, well, and I mean, she gets her digs in, too, where she's like, oh, my cute stories? Those ones? Yeah. Sure, buddy. She was obviously offended. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I get it. But, I mean... But they're pushing each other's buttons. They are, and I think that's part of the, the play. It's mm-hmm. part of the whole cat and mouse game, and... I mean, we'll see how that unfolds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after you know he he leaves his, he leaves with the model yep. that he came with. Yeah. Um, and then Derek asks to go home with Carrie. So Derek is <laughs> right. um, Stanford's um, cl- only client. Yeah. Um, Underwear clearly model. a gay model. <laughs> he is. Do you think? Okay. Do you think that he is gay, or do you think that he is, like, fucking, like, Belgian or something? He's <laughs> 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 trying really hard to sound Me, American. Maybe if he was, like, Russian, I might confuse if he was gay or not, but no. He's clearly gay. And uh-huh. Carrie has zero gaydar. <laughs> was gaydar a thing? Yeah. No, I don't... Yes? I don't know. I actually have no idea. I can't yeah, cause, oh, anyways, answer with so, any authority. So he goes home with her, and they obviously don't fuck, because he just wants to lay next to her, because he's so lonely in this big city. He just wants to go back to Iowa and have a family. I don't... I, I mean, it with a wife? I, I, I'm not sure. I really don't know. I feel like that was implied. If he's gonna go back to Iowa and be a cop. I, yeah. Either that or that's like the biggest gayest hint. Like, I'm gonna be a cop or a firefighter <laughs> or a construction worker or, or any, any of the village people. <laughs> oh god. But he, he fully like fucks Stanford later, right? No, I don't think so. No? No. Is that a I don't think he ever comes client? up again. I I I, I think he never Stanford comes. is more professional than that, to be honest. But I no, I think he I don't think he comes up again. Stanford Okay, well we'll talk about it when that comes up. But. Yeah, he uh, uh yeah, I like I think I was trying I was wrestling with it a little because I was like, okay, is Derek supposed to be like really dumb and does that make up for the fact that the actor is terrible 
is it a convincing, like, is he just like, oh yeah, like, this guy is like functionally, all mentally of, handy. All like, of the deficient. models are mentally handicapped in this episode. That's, yeah, that is true. Every single one of them has, like, below 40 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like, I think my nose is, like, too big, I hate it. But I think it depends on my hair. Yeah, and the way it is done at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you mean. Can we fuck now? <laughs> yeah, he really does shut her right down. I mean, also, it's just me, but I would never want to go home with somebody just so they could sleep over in my bed. Does he not have a home? But he's so lonely, he just needs a warm bod. I just want to, like, if we're not gonna fuck, then I just want to watch TV alone. Like, I really just don't want to sleep next to some stranger. Yeah, the stranger part is worse. <laughs> They've never met before. <laughs> just perfect stranger. And if he is straight, asking to come home with Carrie is a little ballsy, since they've never met before. Well, I think that's just, you know, that's how it works. In the big city? Yeah. Well, I guess so. If you're not afraid of venereal disease. <laughs> Which Carrie is not. No. Although, <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so then the, the last scene of the episode is... No, you're, you're skipping ahead. So Am Skipper I? runs into Miranda at the grocery store. Oh, God. And right. he confronts her. And he says, I think you're luminous. And then she sees her own reflection in his eyeballs and, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, can't resist it, so she starts making out with him again. So Miranda is clearly DTF as long as you give her compliments or worship her. But then, their first meeting, he, he like, tried to put her his hand on her... her no, he, like, he, he, you know, he has some balls and he kisses her and it, take, it like, takes her off guard, but then she likes it. Oh, I think is what, I it, see. what happens. I don't know. I think, like, she, you know is willing, I think he's not, he's atypical of the kinds of men that she likes, you know, um, but it makes her, like, it flatters her that he's so into her. Yeah. I think that's understandable. She's, she's a model to him. (laughs) Yes. But, oh, God, he makes my vagina just suck right up inside of me. Every bit of moisture. I hate Skipper (laughs) so much. Well, he... He's a tool. He's a tool, and he also has negative one million sex appeal. (laughs) No. Oh, he's so whiny. He's so whiny. He's... And he's also the poor man's Colin Hanks. Yeah, I, I wrote down in my notes, like, how... How is he not Colin Hanks right How now? is he not a Colin how Hanks? Is he, how is he not Colin Hanks? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, I, in our first um, few attempts at this podcast, <laughs> that was a big part of, of our dialogue was the Colin Hanks. I actually thought he was Colin Hanks. Yeah. And then we looked it up. He's not. He's not. Um, so then, so Sam fucks Barkley. Okay, wait. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. I, wanted, I just wanted to go back. Um... Because, and I, like, I don't want to skip ahead, 
but we will I we will talk about this more. Um, <laughs> like is a uh, like a sign for the what's to come for all of the women in this show's treatment of people in the service industry oh. is when she like buys her fucking cat food and she's like here it is and he's like just the cat food and she's like yeah just the cat food like, <laughs> I don't think he meant anything by that Miranda I think he just like maybe you wanted smoke like stop just constantly polishing the teeth in your vagina oh she's so hostile she really hostile. really is She's ready to snap down any... I would not want to get on Miranda's bad side. Oh, no. Ever. Uh, Yeah. Can I have my change, please? (laughs) There's cereal at my house. Yikes. So I guess they fuck. Right? That is implied. Good good for... Good for Skippy. (laughs) Two consenting adults. Good for Skippy. And speaking of two consenting adults, Sam fucks Barkley. Um... And she's like, where are your tapes? Because Carrie had already informed her of the whole, you know, inconspicuously taping his conquests. And, of course, Samantha's twisted mind just wants to be one of them. So she asks him, and he's like, well, I only tape models, but I guess I'll make an exception. Which is just like, okay, first of all, (laughs) they're like, oh, don't worry, I only tape models. Run. Second, (laughs) I'll make an exception. Run Run. faster. What the fuck? And then he takes down, like, one, like, like, legal pad piece of paper that's been blocking this enormous (laughs) camcorder. Anyone who doesn't know they're being filmed is a dumbass, but apparently all models have no brain. They're just so stupid. He had to, like, go and, like... Hit the big record, record button. button. The giant record button. That it's, isn't... Yeah, that's not a smooth... Um, operation. It's not the FBI. <laughs> no. It definitely... It's art, Bernie. Oh, my God. It's art. But it's... Yeah, it's... Like, and that is the third point where you're like, oh, yeah, no, he is concealing the camera. That's He's, what rapists do. Yes. Yes. And psychopaths. It's just... It's psycho. Oh, yeah. It's so deeply unnerving. And then, like, her just, like, vamping. (laughs) She's looking into her own eyes as she's just... So... Horrifying. Miranda's seduced by her own image in in Skipper's reflection of his eyes. Mm -hmm. And then Miranda is also seduced... Or Samantha's also seduced by her own image in, in... on the camera. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, getting off by, like, smiling at her own self. Yeah. You're only as good as... His head is completely down. You can't even see him. <laughs> How others perceive you. You're only as... So is that the moral of this episode? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're just... They... I guess... I don't know. Is the show that... Like, is it smart? Is it telling us, you know? That uh, that kind of... Like, you're just as superficial as anyone else in this I think that is the moral of this episode if we had to come up with like a theme for this I'm okay well let's get to the end so um the last scene is big 
conveniently runs into Carrie again. It's not convenient. He did it on purpose. He found out where she wrote her column, and he staked out the place. Okay, so he's obsessed with her. He's obsessed. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... So, and he's talking about... He literally just comes to say... This one line. Mm-hmm. He's a real one-liner, that, that He day. is. That's like, I mean, it's the perfect man, you know? He comes in, says... Sweeps in, says something yeah. sexy and charming, and then sweeps right out again. Yeah. And he said, you know, I've dated a lot of models, but in the end, you just want to be with the one that makes you laugh. Because the models are never funny. Or They're sad. never going to make you laugh. And this goes back to, it might have made more sense if he said the column was funny. Instead of cute, because then it would tie it right back up with the whole "you want to be the one with the one who makes you laugh." Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, that's I, I, I guess, but I feel like that's implied. He did. He was chuckling. He was reading it and was like, "Ah, oh, this is cute." I don't know. Yeah, me. I'm like. I guess that's what your uncle says. Forgiving. There's a little bit of uncle in uncle big. vibes. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, he's old enough to be my, like, our <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so how old do you think he, he's supposed to be, like, 45? Yeah. A distinguished 43? Yeah. 45, yeah. About that. Just, like, he, 10 years older really than He's really cute. I agree. I like, I don't, at this point, I like, I like him. I love him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that's that's episode number two. Yeah, it's episode two. We like pro-big. Pro-big. Um, we don't hate models. No, we don't hate models. Unless, like, unless actually, a specific real person people. who works as a model is, like, mean to me. Then I might hate her. And then, therefore, you'll hate all models forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not not one of the... You're one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd be an exception to the rule. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for tuning in with us. And uh, we'll see you next episode.